art of borrowing vessels. The art of borrowing vessels. Let's just take verse 3. You remember I've been teaching on gold and borrow vessels. Do you remember? We began to talk about oil, the widow, and everything and all of that. Now, yesterday I was just praying and trusting God. And the Lord now began to lay on my heart. He said, this is the message you shall preach. The art of borrowing vessels. The art of borrowing vessels. The art, somebody say the art of borrowing vessels. Vessels. What does he say? Then he said, Go borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. Amen. Do you know that the turning point of the widow whose husband had left debt for her, who the creditor was coming to take her children, was when Elisha gave an instruction to go and borrow again. Elisha instructions Previously, the husband went and borrowed oil. But now, <laughs> I said it some time ago that if you are owing money, do you go and borrow money to go and pay money? No, you don't do that. You squeeze yourself to find a way to solve the first problem so that you don't go and create another problem. But then this woman is already owing. And by the time this by this time everybody in the community knows that she's owing. Yet the prophet says go and borrow again. Wow. Go and borrow vessels. We are looking at the art of borrowing vessels. Now, what is the vessel? The vessel is what allows your oil to multiply. The vessel is what allows your money to increase. The vessel is what allows your favor to go higher. The vessel is what allows anything God has given into you, your hands, to increase and multiply. Many people have oil, but they don't have vessels. I have heard people say, oh, I wish that, ah, ah, I wish that I had that puppet of that man of God. Ah, the whole world would have known me. But the problem is that most people have oil, they don't have a vessel. The vessel represents the wisdom of another man. 
Sometimes you can have money, but you don't have the idea of multiplying money. Sometimes you can have an opportunity, maybe a farmland, but you don't know what, what should I plant there. You may have to go and borrow somebody's wisdom in, in farming in order for you to have a successful farming business. So, we are talking about the art of borrowing. And the first principle of the art of borrowing is to borrow everywhere. Somebody say borrow everywhere. Most people make the mistake of not borrowing everywhere. When they need wisdom, they just, you see, if you tie your life to only the wisdom of your parents, you are not going far in life. Because there is something another person knows which your mother doesn't know. There is something another somebody knows which your pastor doesn't know. There is something that somebody knows which you don't know. There is always something that somebody knows which the person you have doesn't know. Elijah is giving an instruction that go and borrow vessels everywhere. Go and borrow from where? 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 Everywhere. Where? Everywhere. Everywhere. Success is multidisciplinary. In the sense that if you see, for instance, as I'm standing here, you may think that I just read my Bible to be here. It's not true. And you correct. When somebody comes to you, with a marital problem, the biblical approach, the, the, the prophetic approach, is to pray for them and wish them well. Is that not true? But then, I may have to even counsel them or counsel the person Tell the person you, maybe the reason why the people don't buy from you is because of the position of your shop. Because of the position of your table. You have to relocate and go to a place people can see you. You are too, too hidden. Maybe your, your, your destiny is by the road, so there is dust every day. People come and buy your things, and when they go, it's dust, and they say, I won't come back again. So, I don't just need to pray for you alone. I need to guide you, and that guidance may come from my knowledge in business and entrepreneurship. The, the, the knowledge I may give to you may come from my understanding of sociology and human psychology. If you see anybody that is successful, they didn't only just pray to be successful. They didn't only just sow seeds to be successful. They didn't only just be good people to be successful. They had to have 
all kinds of things in addition to already what they have. If I am anointed, I need people to support my ministry. If I am anointed, I need people that will do some things for me. So he said, go and borrow from all your neighbors all your neighbors do you know that you can learn something from everybody you can learn something from everybody you can learn from a child you can learn from a fool you can learn from a wise man you can learn from somebody who is younger than you you can learn from somebody who is older than you you can learn from somebody that is not even living where you live. You can learn from the radio. You can learn from TV. You can learn from social media. You can learn from books. You can learn from sermons. You can learn from music. You can learn from everywhere. And as you begin to learn, God begins to elevate you and give you more grace so that you never be down. Said to the woman, the problem is that you don't know how to borrow from you don't know how to learn from people. I know a lot of people that are not willing to learn from everybody. That is why they are not rising in life because they don't give the opportunity to learn. Everywhere I go, I want to learn. I ask questions. Why is this thing this way? Why are you putting this here? Why are you removing this here? Why do you have to clean this thing this way? Why do we have to do this? Because I'm trying to learn. Because the more I know, the more I will do. Am I preaching? Am I preaching? Am I preaching? You have to learn. Anytime they are doing anything for me. Maybe I'm doing something, a project, or I'm just in a car, somebody driving. And what is this thing used for? You are visiting in a car since you were a child. You don't know what anything in the car is used for because you feel like if you ask, they'll say you're a villager. That's why you are still a villager. What's that? Since you started sitting in the car, it's not now. Everyone call a bremo. Basically, from infancy, you walk out more because nothing in the car. Why just say me? Because ah, nasadi we the other year. The breakers we crossi. Into a stone, that's why we crossi. No, because when you walk in, say we be because ah, nadi we a yeteng. You are not ready to ask. What does this thing do? Hey, learn from everywhere. She had everything. Do you know that the Bible actually says you should go and learn from ants, even ants, animals? If we can learn from animals, can't you? Don't you think you can learn something from maybe your own children that are in the house? Some parents don't know that they can give birth to a child that will become wiser than them. They don't know. You don't know. David said, I'm wiser than all my, all my, my elders. 
David said, I'm wiser than all my elders. I'm wiser than all my elders. All of them. I'm wiser than all of them. Hey. When I was in college one time, and maybe I'm in college. A certain lecturer came and said, Ah, this whole life is about what we eat. Anna, or Chechen, you be by us, oh, Abrabodia, and one in your body. Hand to mouth. I look at him and say, You have not started living. Life goes beyond food. Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone. So there is more to life than eating. There's more to life than eating. I looked at him and said, ah, this man, you are about 40 something years, but you, you, still, you are still a child. And I say, ah, we already went deeper in free shed, you are not so still. Oh, yeah. I say, oh, this thing is not important. It's all about what you eat. I said, that's why your stomach is like that. And I'm saying, oh, until now, we're through so sad. We're through baby buttons. We're through baby buttons. That's why your stomach is like that. Am I preaching? You are preaching. What a preacher. One time I met some parents that were having a difficult season with their child. The problem was that the child was very intelligent. But the parents were not. So they were now trying to control the child to be like them. I know their parents here. There are people that are still going to have children. Some of these children are more smarter than us. I'm telling you. What you see yourself like that? They are some of the children they are no, very wise. No, no, some of the things they know. If you are to keep they can teach you this thing can do this. He can do this, and you are, you marvel. You have gone to buy your own thing. You don't know what it is used for. This boy, he to the investor. He knows. So their problem was like, oh, child, this is oh, your page So I, I, I sat down. I just met the child. We're talking and asking a few questions. The guys are going to. We see a corner minute because then I saw that hey the guy is a thinker. So I, I just I just let him go and then I went and made the rest cut it. I did with the I didn't say more. So I made him go and I met the parents and I said this thing there now it's out of hand. So I started guy I said this is what you have to now do. You have to find out what the child wants to be. Let me see if the mumusakoland your person. What the child wants to become. Mumusakoland your person guide the child into it. Because this is one of the challenges parenting comes with because sometimes we think that because I'm a doctor my child must be a doctor because I live in Ghana my child must live in Ghana or, or, or as I'm in US with my child no sometimes children come with their own dreams and destinies nobody's a pastor is that not true my father wanted me to be an engineer my papa said me engineer I'm an engineer of souls. Wow. Learn from everybody. You'll be very surprised how wiser you will be. 
Look, in the Bible, the Bible says that there was a guy, his name is Job. He had four friends. Three of them were old in their 50s. And one was like 20 something years. So when Job had his problems, his friends came to him and started telling, Oh, I'm sure that you have sinned against God. You have sinned against God. That's why God is doing these things to you. Another said, um, Job, I'm sure that it is God. God is a wicked God. Eh? That's, why, that's why all these things are happening to you. Then, there was a young one. His name is Elihu. Now sit down, let me show you something. Job 32 verse 1. Job 24 year old man. Look at what is happening. Are you ready? So these three men ceased to answer Job. They stopped answering Job. Then he was righteous in his own eyes. When they were done, eh? They got to the point, they said, it is God who is a wicked God. Job, you are a righteous man. What does he say? That's why till today we still talk about Job never sinned against no truth. Job, Job even said bad things about God, he and his friends. It's true, it's in the Bible. Go and read the Bible. All those are, Job, it's not true. It's the first five or six chapters. It's not true. By the time you go to chapter 28, he started insulting God. Chapter 30, oh, because God. So, chapter 32, Job was now righteous in his eyes. Ah, I'm righteous. God is wicked. Then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, the kindred of Ram, against Job. Young boy, 24 years. He's talking with somebody who is 60 years. He got angry. But he was just saying, because you two were saying, you know, when you come around, for instance, I'm a pastor. I have pastors that are 60 years. They are friends. I have when, when we all meet, I'm also there. And we are all there. So that's the same thing that like Job and, and his friends. The guy is a rich, Elihu is also a millionaire. And all the three people are also rich people. So they've all gathered they are there. Mm-hmm. And Elihu kept quiet. Look at what Elihu said. Verse, verse, verse 3. Uh-huh. Also, against his three friends, his rough kind, he got angry because they have no answer. They found no answer and yet condemned Job. Uh-huh. Now, Elihu had waited till Job had spoken. That's wisdom. Most we need of people don't answer. know how to talk. The public brain, him see he casa. When he come in the presence of great people, or ben ni pa akukudam fu anymore. Older people and they are talking, just keep quiet. Or ben peni fu, or ben peni fu anymore. That's the time you'll be very surprised that a lot of young older people are not wise. E kona uuti ya ubu muse ni pa wanyi ni be brain him nyansa. It's true. E ya nokrepa. I've been in all kinds of places, in all kinds of meetings. Matra tra tra meeting be brain. You hear people, older people, they are talking about So you see, do you see some of your foolish friends? Uh, 
they will grow. Ombeyini. What a preacher. <laughs> I love the word. Don't say what Adam for me Jimmy. So Adam for the Jimmy and the South Benin. Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> May that not be your story. Now say that. Let's look at Job and his friends. Job, Or a preacher. Look at this. Now Elihu had waited till Job had spoken because they were older than he. Now when you say no, you will come away in Have you seen it there? Why? They were older than him. When Elihu, Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, then his anger was kindled. And Elihu, the son of Barakel, said, I am young. And Elihu said, And you are very old. You are very old. So for somebody not to say, I'm young, you are old. Very old means that he's talking to people that are like 40 years older than him. 40 years apart. I am young and you are very old. Whereof I was afraid and did not show you my opinion. That's also wisdom. Wisdom will teach you that it's not every place that you talk. It's not in every situation you answer. Sometimes you just keep quiet and watch. You see that the person talking is wrong, but you don't talk. You don't talk. We just keep quiet and watch. And when your time comes, then you talk. Sit down, let me show you something. Last year, some Pentecostal and charismatic fathers in Ghana were giving comments about tongues and the role of prayer, whatever. But All the things they, they were trying to please the new generation of, of um, critics and, and skeptics. They were wrong. They were wrong. And at that time, you see all young people answering, answering, eh, how can you say tongues is not like this? Eh, eh, eh. Somebody, send, somebody send me a message. AFM, what will you say about this? I said, no comment. And I'm saying, I said, no comment. This is not the time to talk. Elisha asked Gehazi, is this the time to, to, to go and take things? Solomon said, there is time for everything. Solomon said, It's not every time 
you talk. So Elihu said, I, I realized that you people are older than me. So I've decided to give you the respect of age. Talk, talk, talk when you are done. I suddenly realized that now that you have finished talking, you are done talking. Now allow me to also talk. I said, they should speak. And I a multitude of years should teach wisdom. I thought that you people are old. By this time, you should know that this and this and this is like this. But at this age, having a doctor's degree in theology, having a doctor's in philosophy, and say God is the one who is killing babies and whatever. If our this time you don't have these answers, why there is suffering in this world? Why people suffer? If at this age you have a theology, you still don't have an answer. You say because of that, I don't be a Christian, I don't be a pastor. Go. If I take a knife, not me. If somebody takes a knife and goes to kill his wife, is it God who killed the wife? Is it God? Who did it? God kills you. Most of the killings we say that, hey God, you, you when you were married, you knew that your wife was a sickling. You knew. And you still went on to, went on and married the person. And now you're having all kinds of miscarriages and you think it is it is God that is killing your babies. Who is killing the Again, the Bible has also made it clear that there is a there is an enemy, it's called the lion, looking for somebody to devolve. There is a devil looking to destroy you. There are witches and wizards. You will be in for any someone. So all these things we see around are demonic powers that are destroying people's lives. When Joe's problem was going on, who was the cause? Wasn't that the devil? But his friends were telling it was God. Then, when Christians go through small problems, God, why me? Am I the only one in this world? Witches are destroying your life. You're asking God, God, why me? God doesn't have time to torment you. He has already seen enough torment in this world. He does not give you problems so that you suffer. Any pastor who tells you that is a lie. It's a liar. God has seen enough killings and deaths and sicknesses. That's why when Jesus came, he came to reverse all those things. Those that were possessed by demons, he cast them out. Those that were dead, he raised them. Those that were sick, he healed them. What is the message there? Even in the Old Testament, somebody's child died. The prophet went to somebody was blind, open eyes, somebody was sick. This, what is the Bible say? It means that all these things are not caused by God, it's caused by the devil. Bible is clear that the only person God attacks is the wicked. 
Chronicles would be ascending. Because, because the wicked is a friend of the devil, so the devil will not destroy the wicked. If we said the boyeni, no, 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 don't for near bones, something someone say. The, the, the devil uses the wicked so he makes sure he doesn't allow them to die. Wicked people don't, don't easily die. So it is God who destroys the wicked. God kills them. People, when, 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 look, I don't want to say something. The agent. Do you think Satan will kill such a person? You see, these are questions that most people don't have answers to them. The, wicked, the Bible is clear that the wicked is killed by God. Job said, Job said, I thought that now that we are all old, at this time we should know these answers. Let me say this. Are you ready for this? You are not ready. I'll teach you another day. Do you know why people whose wives husbands live abroad um, people who see their wives once a month every two months they see their husbands every two months this and this and that do you know why their marriages usually don't work because the Bible says the man took his wife and the two of them went to live together. If we say if it has to a week has to pass, say it you have not seen your wife or husband. Marriage is dying. This is a secret. So if life gives you doesn't give you the opportunity of marrying and living with your husband if life doesn't give you the opportunity of living with your husband every day you have to work harder to keep the marriage you have to speak Every day on phone. I will say, Bia You have to always find a way to communicate every now and then. I am a pastor. I know more people than everybody here. I don't know a single person. Apart from one pastor. One person. All the people that I know, they are living in Accra. Their wives are living in Damambo. Where is Kumasi? 
اشرب في سمية وصفو Do you know how, how all of these our problems happen? When the devil came to Eve, where was Adam? Was Adam there? Many marriages are dead. Because the man says, I'm going to make money come and take care of the children and he goes two weeks his children have not seen him then you come back and say that you, the children like your wife more than you are you not foolish how can you expect your children to live with one human being they see once a week and when you two you come you are doing hey sit down hey hey you want them to like you more than the one they have been seeing every day foolish man When the woman is going to market, she's going with the children. When the woman is going to church, she's going with the children. Or on the other way around, maybe it's the husband. When the man is going everywhere, he's going with the children. And you are away. And you are telling us that the children like their father more than their mother. You are foolish. You are foolish. Are you learning a lesson? Who's here, baby? I have a son. Me waba. Waba bima. He was the relationship, not so now. Na oh oh oh. Oni obi shisha o. But the lady is in the UK. Na oba no owa abrochiri. He told me, Claire, he said, Papa, I can't marry, and my wife has to see me once every year. What kind of marriage is that? Papa, me, 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 to marry and have to see your wife once every year. Oh, and holy is that holy marriage? Geoffrey, now you understand. You understand. That's why. I don't think I you understand. All that thing will stop when they live together. Maybe because of where you may go, sometimes you can go like one man, but sometimes when you come back, try to fix him all the time that you were away, be around, play with the children, just have fun with your wife. That time, that small time that you have with your family, that's the time you have to fix him that one whole week, two weeks that you didn't have with them. You may not be there, but they miss you because. The small two hours, three days, that weekends that you are with them, it's like a whole year with them. But you, when you come home, you're like, I'm watching to be, hey, I'm watching, hey, don't you say that I'm watching, I'm tired. I'm paying to be watching TV, hey. Eliu said, I thought that they, they, they should speak. A multitude of years. Let me show you why I know all these things. I can give you more examples. Last year, uh, this year, uh, another woman came and said, My husband is leaving me because the husband is not living with her. He's living with you. The husband is living in the US, comes every once a year. Or to US and Oba, Afibiano, Babacro. Nine months, whatever, ten months, 
who is he leading with? Is he not seeing at a man at the workplace? Yes. There's just a high chance of infidelity when two partners are not living together. It's just a high chance. So one if it doesn't one. happen, it's just a, a serious decision. Or you are just married to a melancholic. And as what will be our melancholic? There are only just a few people who don't cheat. Melancholics. The rest, oh. I don't trust them. Only melancholics don't cheat. It's true. Who be other melancholic? A sanguine for the day. Sanguine. Phlegmatic. Phlegmatic. Oh, me da me pepe wase me pepe wase me pepe wase me pepe wase me pepe even while we are working together, they aspire another one. They are like, hey, hey. No, look. Studies have shown that melancholics, melancholics they, that's why they usually don't marry early. They take time. They take their time because they, they don't want to enter a relationship that is not the right one. So sometimes they can even begin to grow. It's just because they, they don't want to marry and remarry again. So by the time they are in, they work very hard to keep the marriage. And if you actually say some food, whatever, they will still not they will still not if you say one person, because some of them respect themselves more than even the marriage, they feel like melancholics are just self righteous pricks. Melancholics are too self righteous, I feel like they would rather pride themselves that they've never slept with their wives than to. They've never slept with anybody, and also they've never slept with them. They can't even, you can't meet them and go say, Me, I've lived with my wife for two years, I've never slept with her, and I've never even slept with anybody. Uh, they what they have that they, if the devil is actually working with them, that's how they are. Oh no, or tell no one, so on one can't go betting yak as I mean, you'll be another, no one, they want to suffer. But brother, sister, these things are not things that you may find it with older people. Prince, what I'm saying is it true or is not true? Because you, your father lived abroad, right? Your mother is in Ghana. It's not true. I'm telling you a story. Me, I have something. Let me give you verse 8. Look at why I know all these things. But there is a spirit in a man. Everybody has this spirit. There is a spirit in a man. The inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Clap your hands for Jesus. Now, sister, give yourself the opportunity to borrow vessels. You will learn so many things in this life. You will learn so many things in this life. Because God wants to teach you things. Because there's a spirit 
in a man. You have that spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit, your own spirit. God gives wisdom to your own spirit to live your own life. That's why something said, something said, it's not God, it's your spirit. God was communicating to it is your own spirit that is communicating with the spirit of God verse 9 I'm still on point 1 learn from everybody he said great men are not always wise This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. The greats are not always wise. That is why somebody like are not always wise. You can meet a man who is great in marriage and is very foolish when it comes to other relationship matters. You can meet a very anointed man doesn't know so many things about about family life. Behold, I waited for your words and I gave ear to your reasons whilst you search out what to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I attended unto you and behold, there was none of you that convinced Job and that answered his words. Lest you should say, we have found out wisdom. God trusted him down, not man. That's what they were telling Job. Next verse. Now, he had not directed his words against me, neither will I answer him with your speeches. They were amazed. That's preamble. He has not started with introduction. A 24-year-old man has given them preamble. It's like title of the book. This title of the book. I wish we could read this book. It's our church. Let's go. They stopped talking. When he just started giving them he book no cover no title of book no and I'm they were amazed and everybody shot is their feet just they swallowed their feet. I feel they know I shall say many ones. They left off speaking. Uh-huh. When I waited. Next verse. I said, I will answer also my part. Because everybody was doing his part. I will show my opinion. Go, 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 go. When I finish, just go. For I am full of matter. The spirit within me constrained me. 
Behold, my belly is as wine, my foot is which has no vents. It is ready to burst like new bottles. I will speak. That I may be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. Let me not. I pray you accept any man's opinion. Neither let me give flattering titles unto man. I know you to impress anybody. Let's go. For I know not to give flattering titles. In so doing, my maker will soon take me away. If I'm trying to please a man, God will take me away. I'm not yet to please any man. I'm here to preach the gospel. I don't preach this gospel. I pray to hear my speeches. I pray to hear my speeches. I pray to hear my speeches. I Utter knowledge clearly. The spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty has given me life. If, if thou canst answer me, set thy words in order before me. He's saying to other people, I'm about to say something. None of you has an answer. I'm about to say something. None of you know it. 24 year old boy. He has already given us why he knows all this. He said, The spirit, there is a spirit in me. He said, Now, he said, God has made, he said, The spirit of God has made me. The Almighty has, has made me. Now, look at this. Next verse. Next verse. Behold, I am according to thy wish in God's state. You didn't get the message. I'm not talking somebody here. I'm preaching on the art of borrowing. God will give you a pastor like me. A prophet like me. That you may be older than. But you may not know know much more than him. Look at what Elihu is saying. God stay in heaven. I'm here to answer God. Just as I said, you will prosper. Nobody can say no. I said your transfer will be granted. Nobody can say no. I said your visa will be granted. Nobody can say no. According to the wish, to thy wish, in God's instead, I am also formed out of the clay. Listen. I am come. In the place of God, that's why I'm called the man of God. He said, as I'm speaking, here, consider this as a word of God. Verse seven. Behold, my terror shall not make thee afraid. Wow. Young boy, you're talking to older people. I say, I won't scare you. Neither shall my hand be heavy upon you. Wow. That means when I lay hands on you, my hands will be heavy. Surely thou hast spoken my hearing, and I've heard the voice of thy words. Saying, I am clean without trans. This is what Job was saying. I'm clean without transgressions. 
I am innocent. Neither is there iniquity in me. This is Job. And, and, and Elihu said, I've heard you saying this. And Elihu said, Understand? Behold, he finds occasions against me. He counted me for his enemy. Job is saying that God has found, he said, I'm holy, I'm righteous. I'm never what? Sinned. Yet God has found an occasion to attack me. That's what they told you, Job, you are money winning and I'm not going to Job will say, me, or you need to send me, he found an question against me. He counted me for his enemy. He said, He has made me his enemy. This is somebody who is saying, I'm a righteous guy. Joke. Next verse. He put my feet in the stocks. He marked all my path. Let's drop. Behold, in this thou art not just. You said this. Job! You said this, but you are a liar. You are not just. You just lie, Job. It's not true. Job, what Look at what he's about to tell him by, by prophecy. Look at this. I will answer thee that God is greater than you want. God is greater than you. Young boy, borrow from everybody. This is an example. The points are even four. And point one, we I God is greater than you. Let's verse. Behold, why does thou strive against him? I didn't think I'm Job, you are fighting with God. You have called God and you are pushing, pushing. You have given to God's nose and God's nose is bleeding. You this boy. God will deal with you. And God came and dealt with him. One day when you get there, you read it. For he giveth not account of any of his matters. Go. Now. He says, I will not give you anything that will confuse you. But look what the deep thing is about to say. Job, God has spoken to you once. Yeah, twice. Yet man perceived it. Do you know that even before you came to church, God spoke to you by hearing here? God is always speaking. We are not hearing. As I'm preaching, rather, God is speaking to you. That's why God that has spoken. God speaks. Yet, he speaks again. Yet, then he says, sometimes, roll it. In a dream, one way. Two, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumberings upon the bed, then he opened the ears of men. And see their instructions that he may redraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. Back his soul from the pit and fly from perishing by the sword. Job is saying that a man can die in his dream. The Eli will say. Let me say it well. You don't understand. 
I said, when people sleep, God speaks to them. And when people sleep, God keeps their soul from dying. Because anytime you sleep, you can die. Have you not seen somebody who had a dream and they injected the person with something? They woke up and they started falling sick. Somebody had a dream and was having a stroke. Woke up and they had a stroke. He delivered his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. Somebody can have a dream and they will stab them with so they wake up and they have a liver cancer. This thing has never been spoken in the Bible. He is chastened also in the pain upon his bed, and the multitude of his bones with strong pain. Have you noticed that sometimes you sleep and wake up, and your whole body is paining you? Saying that you went and had a fight in the dream, and God has given you a message that when you wake up, be careful. And how does God warn a man about spiritual battles? He wakes up and his neck is paining, his back is paining, his body is paining him. God is warning you that there is a fight going on. And when you woke up, you went and looked for paracetamol. He is chastened, he's warned. With pain upon his bed. How pain with strong pain. In his bones. Verse 20. So that his life aborted bread and his soul dainted meat. His flesh is consumed away that it cannot be seen. His bones that were not seen take out. I'm talking about death. How people can die in their dream and they wake up and they are dead. Hmm. They wake up. Yeah. Yeah. His soul drawed near unto the grave. And it's life to the destroyers. Go. Yet. Nasu. If there be. Say your war. A messenger. Or phobia. With him. Or can of one. Who is he talking about? The dreamer. Or Kasafa, the also Diana. If there be. No, say the also Diana Senka or Sumafobia. An interpreter. An interpreter is one among a thousand, and Liu is one. Among a thousand. Or you people are poor, or dance one. What dance one? That you can have a dream, and I look at you and say, So wait me up, so then I'm a show, I'm a On Sunday, I looked at Ega. Sending a machine, Ega. I said, You just had a dream. I'm so so naive. The dream is what you are standing with. I looked at him. I said, and I'm saying, You have had a dream. What's the dining hall? You had a dream, and the dream is tormenting you. One in a thousand. 
How many people can look at you and see your dream? In the book of Daniel, in Babylon, the king called everybody, I'll kill all of you. Yeah. Only one person could, ha- could see dreams and interpret dreams. If there be a messenger of God, if there be a prophet, if there be an interpreter, a prophet is one among a thousand. Very few people are prophets. You take thousand people, one is a prophet. That's why I went to Bay College. The thousand students, I was the only prophet. Students, the thousand, nobody was a prophet. I was the only prophet. One in a thousand. If it's a deep one or your back, it is recorded. Let them go as who else was a prophet. Was there another prophet? Are you sure? Are you not a man of God? Abinah, was there another prophet? You was there another prophet? There were reverends and pastors. Sunday school teachers. And Sunday school teachers. There were elders of Pentecost, elders of Apostolic. I was the prophet. The prophet. There was a time. There were dogs all over the place. About 50 dogs or something. Plenty all over the place. They don't know where they came from. They were witches. I was standing there. And I looked up to him. I said, ah. I see dogs. Then they say, hey, it's, true. it's true. I said, I see dogs. I said, I'm about to pray. They will vanish. I prayed. A week later, they said they don't know where all the dogs went. If there be a messenger of God, if there be an interpreter, one among a thousand, so you have been seeing snakes in the school. Snakes. Even the girls stop there's a big snake. There are snakes. I said, I pray. Let all the snakes vanish. Julian, when we were in SHS, who was the prophet? If I be. This was my senior. She was my girl's prophet. We know my girl's prophet. If I were not the prophet, she won't be here. She won't be here after 10 years. And ask her. Place that she was, and I said, Leave that place and come to Sudan. And everything will change. Let me ask you a question. Where is Damata? Do you know Damata? Damata is working in Navrongo. Oh, yeah, tomorrow Navrongo. So any government. She was posted before her knees. I gave her a prophecy. I said, a month by this time, a month is up here, her brother. I mean, remember. I said, a month, a month by that time, she was there, they just called her. They said, they, they, she got her postings went there before the rest of them got their own. If there be, if there be. Baby, her time has come. You too, your time is coming. 
Can you imagine that? On Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Wow, Wednesday is, is leading Ghana to the UK. Praise him. Free Ghana for you. If there be a messenger. Tomorrow And if there be an interpreter, one among a thousand, one among a thousand. This year. You will have a testimony that will shock everybody. Yeah. One among a thousand. Sit down for three seconds. Four-year-old believer. The guys The That are richer than us, people that are more successful than us. Remember, a penipa would be If we are able to look at all the millionaires, Elihu was the youngest, so he's definitely the youngest millionaire. So it's like despite and cheddar. Cheddar is rich, but despite is richer than cheddar. Uh, uh, despite is richer than cheddar. Or uh, Big Godwin. Do you know Big Godwin? You don't know. One of the rich guys in Ghana. Big God. Matthew. Young guy, very rich. That's why Elihu said the great are not so. He was saying, You people are the great. Oh. You are not so rich ones. I'm the small, yet I am wise. So the art of borrowing is to understand that we are called to borrow from everywhere. God is going to cause you to be successful this year. In this month of July, as we have entered into the month of July, and today is the second day of the month of July, and today is the first fruit Sunday, I'm going to pray for you that the Lord will cause you to have favor even as you go to borrow in the mighty name of Jesus.
the Lord will bring you the right people that will help you. That will push you. That will support you in the mighty name of Jesus. I command helpers to come your way. I call your sponsors. I decree and declare may the Lord give you favor upon all kinds of men even as you go to borrow in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus.